Hello, and welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. Happy to be back. If you are under the age of 18, please consult with your parent, guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune in to my podcast episodes. So let's get started. This episode is going to be about my top three secrets to effective conflict resolution. Now, I'm speaking from my own perspective, my own personal experience, coupled with my training in this field, and just coupled with what I feel ultimately works best, universally. Again, my feelings, different strokes for different folks. So I am sharing with you guys what I feel has worked for me and what I have noticed has also worked with my clients when we have implemented some of these things in therapy as well. So my three secrets to effective conflict resolution. Number one, reflective listening. Reflective listening is super, super important. What does that even mean? It's not just hearing what the other person is communicating to you. Because oftentimes when we are hearing what someone is saying to us, we are hearing it but we're not really absorbing it. We're not really taking it in. We're focused on how we are going to reply. What our rebuttal is going to be. That is the greater concern. Rather than actually absorbing, really taking in what the person is expressing to you. I believe there's this quote um, that I've seen roaming around on the internet, social media platforms and whatnot, that oftentimes people don't um, don't truly listen. They they listen for the purposes of composing a response, and not because they're really interested in what you have to say. It's just a means to an end. It's just, you're saying something and I'm busy thinking about how I'm going to one-up you. I don't know the exact quote, but I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about because it's very popular. In any case, that is the quickest way to continue the conflict, to continue to foster it and to, to breathe more life into it. By hearing what a person is saying and not really listening. So reflective listening. What does that look like? Reflective listening is important because it allows you to clarify what you're hearing. Because sometimes what we do as human beings, we all are guilty of this. We hear something, we think we hear one thing, 
And then we respond to what we think we heard versus what was actually said. And then what happens? We respond to what we think we heard. The other person then becomes defensive and says, I did not say that. And then that creates more conflict. So what reflective listening does is it minimizes conflict. It creates an opportunity for everyone's point to be fully understood so that there is no room or little, very little room for assumptions or misconceptions or misunderstandings. So let me give you an example of reflective listening. Um, let's say someone's telling you, all right, let's say um, someone is saying, you know, when you made that comment about me in front of our friends, it hurt my feelings. Now, reflective listening would be something like this. This is the example. So what I'm hearing you say is that when I made that comment about you in front of our friends, your feelings were hurt. And then that person would say, yes, that's what I said. I know what you guys are thinking. You guys are thinking, aren't we beating a dead horse? Why am I repeating what was just said to me? Let me tell you something. This is textbook psychology. And I guarantee that if you do this in your daily life, with your daily interactions, you will, you will most likely reduce the amount of tension and conflict that you may have with someone. Because again, you're giving yourself the opportunity to clarify what's being said to you. Another example of reflective listening. Um, let's say someone says, I really don't like when you talk to me in that manner. It makes me feel bad about myself. So this would be an example of reflective listening. It sounds like what you're saying is that when I talk to you that way, you feel bad about yourself and it hurts your feelings. So reflective listening is pretty much either a statement or a question for clarification that pretty much utilizes, if not word for word, very similar words to what the person used to communicate their feelings to you for clarification purposes and to avoid any further conflict. Number two. Number two is important. When you're communicating your thoughts and feelings, make sure that you use I statements versus you statements. 
This will be a pretty simple explanation. What is an I statement versus a you statement? You let me know what you feel is the difference and what I am about to say. Here is an I statement. I felt hurt when you said that to me. Here is a you statement. You made me feel hurt when you said that to me. Now, I put the question on all of you. Do you see the difference? I is a statement that takes ownership. It understands that one is responsible for their own feelings, but one still has a right to their feelings, a right to express their feelings, while also holding themselves accountable. So I says, I felt hurt that you said that to me. It's also much less accusatory. You made me feel bad or you, um, you made me feel hurt. You statements are very accusatory and it automatically puts the other person on the defensive. And so that's why it's so important to choose your words wisely. Number three. And this is quite possibly one of the most important steps, even though it is number three. Honestly, they're all equal in importance because reflective listening is key because without that, you're going to bury yourself and I statements are super important because without that, the other person's going to feel attacked. So, you know, it's important to, to implement that. But number three is about accountability. Another quote that I see often, and I'm pretty sure I have this one correct, and I see it um, on social media platforms and on the internet. If someone tells you you hurt them, you don't get to decide that you didn't. Accountability. You have to take ownership over your mistakes, over your actions, over your shortcomings, It might just be that you and another person are having a fundamental issue with compatibility. Like, let's say, let's take two friends and one of them likes to joke around a lot and the other one doesn't. And then the friend that jokes around a lot is often joking around with a friend that doesn't like the jokes and the friend that doesn't like a joke takes it personally. The friend that jokes around obviously isn't intending for this to be taken personally, but the other friend takes it personally who's right and who's wrong in that situation no one is right and no one is wrong it is just two different people with two different personalities two different idiosyncrasies two different ways of coping and of relating to others and it's okay that one of them cannot take the jokes And it's okay that one of them wants to joke around as a means to play around, but they should both find people that can tolerate their personalities. Or at the very least, they should both be able to communicate what it is that they need 
from the other person and that's where compromise comes in so if someone tells you for example oh it hurt my feelings when you did this again that was already said wrong because I didn't use an I statement so I felt hurt when you did this would be the more appropriate way to say that a lack of accountability would look like this but I didn't even say anything What are you talking about? I didn't even mean it that way. That's not important. How you meant it is not important. This person is telling you how they received your message. Forget about how you meant it. It's how they're receiving it that matters. And they're telling you how they received it. And so now, at this point, instead of going into what are you talking about, defensive mode, I didn't mean it like that. Accountability looks more like, okay, I don't fully understand where you're coming from, but I want to understand. So please help me understand what I can do next time that would make you feel more comfortable. And that's not to say, um, that's not to mean that you need to, you know, be hard on yourself or be self-critical but it's acknowledging that sometimes people are not going to understand you and it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you it doesn't mean there's something wrong with them but it does mean that you need to be open to hearing feedback and open to sharing your own feedback in a way that is constructive and so accountability is super important being able to recognize when Someone just doesn't get it. It doesn't necessarily mean there's something wrong with you, but it's a growing moment, a learning moment. And also being able to understand when you do mess up and when you do mess up and make a mistake or say something that you shouldn't have said, being able to be reparative about it. And so in short, if you implement reflective listening with a combination of I statements And accountability, understanding that every person is different and your interactions with every person is going to look different and being open and being receptive to that. The conflicts in your life will minimize. According to me, this is just how I feel about it. Um, And also, again, substantial evidence that shows that this actually works. So that was it for my episode, a shorter one today. Um, I will be traveling to Colombia very soon. So there might be an, um, a slight chance that there won't be any episodes coming for a while um, as I have to prepare for my trip and get all of the things um, in order. But As soon as I return, I will be coming back with the episodes, coming back with my special guests, and I look forward to continuing on this journey with all of you. So with that said, I will catch you all later.